so scientific um hello and welcome to discussing documentaries i am matt wills and this handsome young man is rick warton today we are talking about the game changers on netflix uh, released in the year 2018 and the director is louis Saihoyos. i hope i've said that right and the money it, the money's weird here right so it bought in 897 992 thousand dollars so that's just shy of a million right 100 grand shy of a million um no accolades and only one nomination yeah i think that's ridiculous that's I, weird. I, I i would assume this would have absolutely cleaned up because yes uh this this documentary in particular had a greater influence like on my like if in, in people that i'm around or this everyone took to it I've got people now that are like bodybuilders that are still vegan from watching because this of this. Yeah, yeah, later, yeah. Me yeah. too. My trainer became because of this became a vegan, and him and his the wife are helped, still vegan. The guy who helped you move into mine is vegan off the back of watching shut it, I think. up. Yeah, he's a vegan. Yeah, well, he's been a vegan for like two, three years or something. Yeah, but yeah, he's he's full on vegan. He's like the size of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. I was thinking because we were just talking about since we've since we've got lucky of one or two interviews we've got now and you're like I am and Matt tells me just before the podcast I'm going to get in touch with every director of, <laughs> of, a, of a podcast in China. I tell you what, if you get Arnie, Jackie Chan, and James Cameron onto an episode, I'll be fine if I'm not that funny for ninety minutes. We'll just we'll hear them out. We'll hear them out. I'll get to ask Arnie, did he really work in Citroni's Cafe in yeah. Chesney Street? And that's <laughs> that's all, all we want to know. That, that's all I want to fucking know, Arnie. All right? Did you I'm live in Forest Gate, Arnie? Did you? <laughs> but what a list of people I have on it. There's a few more as well. Yeah. Top dogs in their industry. Lewis Hamilton. Uh, Novak Djokovic. Pamela Anderson. Yeah. Um, and they're not even in it, right? They're just exec. That Hamilton's means- in it. Slightly, and there's a yeah. clip of Djokovic in it. But they've just basically they've given their money to it, and what's more important than the money they probably gave is they gave their name. Yeah, um, and the talking heads of Arnie and uh, just he comes across really smart in this. You've- well, I, I I like this weekend. I've actually just went back to back on all the Terminators, so I couldn't be happier to see Arnie. I've just we just finished Twisted Fate last night. Oh, that's right. Because yeah, you sent me a message, didn't you? Because I said, yeah, I've... you're right. The ending of Terminator Three isn't bad. I I think that's the greatest six seconds of any end of a film ever. Just hello, this is John Connor. Ah, oh, it's brilliant. Because the rest of the film is dog shit, but that well, it's not dog shit. It's just ugh, really the beginning of the last one was interesting. Have you seen Twisted Fate? Is that the Linda Hamilton one? Yeah. Yeah. The beginning of that one changes game changer a little bit as well. That was that was an excellent beginning to it. But I read an interesting thing, and sorry, we will get to the documentary in a second. We will, and it's a bloody but, good documentary. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Terminator we have Salvation. To have our, 
do do do. Yeah, <laughs> we need some love Matt between making, us. Making love between the the, the Terminator theme song, which Matt, <laughs> Matt on on the previous episode cut out the, <laughs> how graphic I got about that. Um, so Terminator Salvation, that wasn't the ending that was meant to be. I don't know if you remember the end. So the yeah, the, got heart. the infiltrator. He gets the heart from. He um, gets the heart Sam. from Marcus. Yeah. Sam, the guy from Avatar. Sam Wood- yeah. Worthington. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, the planned ending was John Connor's about to die. So they were going to graft John Connor's face because they were building it so that John Connor was meant to be seen as a prophet, like the, of, right, of yes. the resistance. So they're going to graft John Connor's face onto Marcus, right. the robot, so he could continue. And at that point, his Terminator fucking CPU was going to kick in and he was going to kill everyone. And that'll be the end of the movie. Oh wow! And then the studio wouldn't have it. They wanted a happier ending, because so they went with. Um, they need the franchise to carry on going as well. Well, I still think Christian Bale as a Terminator, and you've seen, you know, Infinity, Infinity Wars, Empire Strikes Back. The best ones are always surprised bad endings. Like yes. we say, Terminator Three. It's like, oh shit, because the world did end. You didn't yeah, just, yeah. you know, melt a robot and it was fine. But anyway. This documentary here, we're already talking like this because we messed up the the end, the beginning of the last one we started recording. <laughs> this 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 documentary has been put back and put back by us doing because there's nothing I didn't like about it. That's the weird. That's the weird answer to it. They do it really what? fucking well. There is nothing. I there's not one person I can point out and go, yeah, I didn't like the way they Have did. We got it. another you know five I mean? coming up here that's not on the Patreon. Um. Well, we'll let's find out. Stay tuned to the end. (laughs) Here's the blurb. Meeting visionary scientists and top athletes, a UFC fighter embarks on a quest to find the optimal diet for human performance and health. So in essence, it's an advert for going vegan. In essence, that's the whole documentary, right? Yeah. And it hits you with, like Sea Spiracy, it hits you with stats and information and and talking heads. you cannot argue with the talking heads. Exactly. You, the you the talking heads are pretty infallible, almost, yeah. is fucking what the, the talking heads are. But, and unlike Seaspiracy, you don't see baby whales being stabbed in the neck yes, of a corkscrew. Yeah. So, um, but, and that was good about this documentary, because they could have put in loads of footage of cows being killed, of abattoirs, and they didn't. The, the weird thing is, when I saw this, so we've had this on the books for quite a while, and we've watched it, and we didn't do it, and then I watched it again, and we didn't do it. Um, and we just keep putting it back. But begin to see one of those red flags we had there, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I I watched it and then the next day I went up to see my niece. Now her fella is a dairy farmer, right? He works with farmers. He's incredibly smart. He's just the loveliest fella. And I told him, I went, Wow, have you seen game changers? And then he gives me the other side of it. So he's like, Yeah, it's all bollocks. I went, it's not all bollocks. He went, it's all bollocks. Because from his point of view, if we get rid of the agricultural industry, right, he can't pay his mortgage. Yeah. Right. That's Everyone's got skin in the game, right? If we sort out the problems in Britain around to the 120 bad people, 120,000 bad families, therefore we don't need social workers, your mum and my missus are out of work, right? And it's like, well, okay. Well. Yeah, but here's the thing. Social workers have that mentality where they'll just, you know, get a job somewhere else. They're 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 pretty tough. 
Yeah, they are pretty tough. I'll grant you that. They are, they're the Terminators that we know in Listen, real life. It's a, it, it, it's a bit like, oh, I don't know if something happened where life performance in comedy would go along. We'd struggle and have to do a fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find a way. That's the way. We'll, we'll, we'll figure out a way so I can talk about shit most people haven't seen. Well, here's the weird thing, right? So this is a film about veganism. And the guy who's leading the film is from Leicester. Is there anything that people from Leicester can't do? And it starts off, again, film the top four. F- Film about veganism. <laughs> film about veganism. And it starts off with a bloke from Leicester teaching Marines how to ki- kill people in single-hand combat. Do you know what? Those demonstrations where, like, so he comes at you with a knife and he's going, doof, 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 and he just knees him. And he's just doing, like, and then you just knee him in the face six times and he's down. Do you know what I mean? There's, there's something about those demonstrations. I used to go to karate classes as a kid and obviously I was terrible at it. But there's a, right, I want you to come at me. And you're like, oh, and he just punches you in the stomach and go, and now he's disabled and he can't stab you. Like, but the way he disarmed these Marines, you know, so you just do. And then they're on the floor. He's like, "And are we? Are you with this gentleman? Are you keeping up?" And you're like, "Hang on, this is a film about veganism. That bloke's just kicked the shit out of that marine." But again, there's there's a funny subtext to why that is, and a lot of it is perceptions towards meat in the the advertising yes. and like yeah. the grown narrative of a man eats steak. That's and, right. And you're not yeah. manly unless you do that. And that is so prevalent. Since our last is a vegan, I had friends that are like vegan or Your or last vegetarian. is a vegan. Yeah, yeah, it has been about two years, probably from around the time of watching this documentary, if not. Oh God, she was one of the um, flips. She got flipped. I uh, I I think it was around then, but we went through a lot of Netflix health documentaries around that time. Okay. Um. So I don't I don't want to put it entirely on that. Um. And just the the faces that people would pull, and it's a weird one. It's one of those ones where you know it's okay to mock it. Do you know what I mean? So like, the, there is a prevailing what you can and can't take the piss out of in this country due yes. due to rise in fucking awareness yeah, and yeah. You know, people t- being made to act right. And if you watch like a, a go back five years and watch a, a British stand up, right? In fact, you go back and watch a white stand up comedian that isn't Bill Burr. You better believe about four jokes that he's talking about vegans, all right? Because yeah, they yeah, were yeah. an acceptable target group that everyone has yes. a preconceived notion of that you can point at that you know destroy. And it's funny because I've always got that impression of a vegan, the one that's out of breath, they're so angry eating a burger. Do you know what I mean? There's always, <laughs> there's always, they're always snarling for some reason in these act outs. <laughs> but and, and, and if you're a comedian, listen to this. I'm talking about the other 90 comedians that have that bit, not you. Because um, <laughs> it was, oh, it was every one. single one. It, it seemed like, again, you have, and by no means I'm a part of the fucking freedom of speech crowd because it, there is very little. You've had to have something awful happen in your life you can talk about, or you got to be talking about food because don't think you're stepping up to the plate on an important social dilemma. Because yeah. it's just just a fucking f- people are you know worried about the repercussion of it when they just want to make people laugh. So what's a subject I can talk about is I think yeah. there. The vegans are never going to fight back, right? Again, because they're too weak. Bloody bloody blah. I'll tell you what. I think there's enough money behind veganism now. It's down to the Eskimos and me and you, Matt. That's who it is. <laughs> well, so the whole film is championed by his name is uh, James Brett Wilkes. He's a UFC fighter. He's the world champion in UFC. 
and he's a vegan. No, he won. He won the the um the TV show. So there's a brilliant TV show called The Ultimate Fighter. It's like Big Brother, but it's knockout stages of UFC. So you go, you're in two teams, you live in a house, and then you get drawn against each other, and then the winner of that gets a UFC contract. How? Hang on. I I was just sitting there going, I I didn't put two and two together. You're you're a fan. I've, yeah, I love the I love the Ultimate Fighters. Kind of what drew me into UFC a little bit more. Of course you. But are. even of course you are. Even it's, the because um, it's wrestling plus, right? Yeah, that's where UFC's got boxing beat. UFC's where everyone who's went great at UFC is kind of tailor made for wrestling and their personalities and yes, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, of course. I um, I didn't join the dots there. You've heard of this bloke? No, no, I, that was he was on an older, older series of the ah, Ultimate right, Fighters. Okay. like thirty seasons of the Ultimate Fighters. It's a bit like missing a Big Brother contender. Yeah, okay. And a right. few of them have stayed in. Like one of my favorite guys that got me into UFC was a guy called Big Country Roy Nelson. He was just like an obese guy that knocked everyone out. At one <laughs> just point. with his weight. <laughs> and he, yeah, and like you can tell the UFC, like the president of UFC, Dana White, fucking hated him because he like rubbed his stomach after he won and be like, because <laughs> you don't want him on a poster. For yeah, big country. sex sells. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'd actually put money on him winning the first round. He's one of the only bets. Because if I bet on someone, you better believe they're not winning. But re- I used to call him Reliable Roy Nelson. Reliable Roy, <laughs> come out in his big beard, and you knock him out in one punch. Just as soon as he caught them, it was like he had fucking granite in his in his fist. But yeah, so he won that. But between then and I think maybe he's getting into the UFC, because I don't know the timeline of... Uh, is it James Wilkie? Yeah, James. Yeah, James Wilkes. Yeah, you, yeah. Again, you better believe I'm not even trying to get that guy's name wrong. Not a problem with it. <laughs> His hand-to-hand yeah. combat thing. Um, so he in he ruptures both his ligaments or tears both his yes, ligaments right. training yeah. with a future world UFC champ. That's right. And yeah, then yeah. he starts to research how does he get fit quicker to get back into it. Yeah, yeah. So he basically he got benched for six months. Right, he couldn't he couldn't train. He couldn't do anything. Um, I've currently, I mean, not that it's on the same level, but I've currently ripped my bicep and I'm in absolute agony and I'm, I'm struggling to train. It's killing me. So, you know, you said earlier, oh God, we've got Matt work face in the, in the office today. This is what I've been to the gym in a week. I, I cannot begin to tell you how much energy I've got. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm chomping at the bit. I, I, did I edited like 19 episodes the other day. That's didn't what I was I? about to get <laughs> into. Because, like, well, Rick, come on, I'm editing two at a time. My, that's what I've got two ears for, Rick. My, myself and Matt have uh, <laughs> had, had a come to Jesus meeting about uh, about work rates, and I'm doing my best to keep up with this little yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, no uh, chance. And this, then yeah. on a Sunday, I'm just like, all right, I've been sent 19 <laughs> to proofread. Now I only have to listen to them. I only have Honest, to listen. I'm like, I, I am missing the gym. I know we transfer lets you know if I've downloaded them or not. So I'm like, I've said I'm going to keep up. I said I'm going to keep up. But make a fucking meme, Morton. Make a meme. <laughs> but the thing is, right? So I've, I'm effectively benched the same as James. James basically created a documentary that has has changed the way people think, whereas. I'm just still hanging out with you. I feel that somehow I'm failing myself. James is shaming me into what a work ethic really is. That guy had a fucking goal. He hasn't done 76 hours, though, has he, Rick? No, he hasn't. Yeah, 76 hours of pure content for our fantastic <laughs> listeners. Um, it turns out, so he basically sit there, he's put in over a 1,000 hours of research about how he improves because he wants to get back to the gym. And it turns out gladiators from the Roman days 
were mainly on a vegetable plant-based diet. But, I mean, they were still killing Christians and stuff, but, you know, and animals, but... Yeah, they go, they go in, but here's the thing they do, like with every, unlike every other documentary where they did, they do the little science bit and they've got like some all right graphics towards it. And then you see the very pinnacle of the next sport that's cool following this. Do you know what I mean? There is no dip in terms of learning about the benefits of this. You just meet yeah. another person. Yeah. Like, um, uh, who's won the first so the first one uh, which again they go from the gladiators and then they go to Conor McGregor Nate Diaz so we're back at the UFC yeah and um, so McGregor is showing off about eating two steaks a day now I loved Conor McGregor back in the day I still think he's a hell of a fighter but unfortunately the minute they get beaten the bloom is off the rose with, with the fighters Ronda Rousey was a monster she made UFC explode but when she got her head kicked off and then Amanda Nunes killed her in the rematch um, the there's just something that changes within yeah, the fighters okay. when they yeah, get yeah. that first loss. Because um, the, it's the Muhammad Ali style of talk and they're the big showboats. Yes. And then, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Compared to, like, just basically, like, a, a nutrition book talking about how he's going to yeah. <laughs> beat you in a fight compared to this guy coming out in a fucking shirt with fuck you sewn into the lapels and sunglasses talking about how he eats steak. And Nate Diaz is on a plant-based diet, which yeah. he also, he smokes, it's the funny thing about Nate Diaz is he also smokes a shit ton of plants as well. He is, he is caned 24-7. He um, did look at, when he, because he wins, right? He beats Colin McGregor. Um, and Colin McGregor, I didn't expect this. He was incredibly humble when he got beat. Oh yeah, he gets very humble when he gets Incre beat. Really humble, right? He was like, no, this guy, this guy was better than me. This was why he was better than me, better than me. It was a. It came down to energy levels. He had more energy than me. He was better. And at the end, when um, Joe Joe Rogan pops up, who I've I've fallen in love with recently, this is the best, the very best post match interview ever. Oh right, well, well talk us through does. it then, because so, Joe so Rogan, Conor McGregor's like well, well, this. First of all, what is Joe Rogan doing there? Oh, Joe Rogan's been the UFC commentator since like the start. He did Fear Factor. Joe in Rogan, the, the UFC. comedian. Yeah, he's the commentator for UFC. Is he? Yeah, he's been doing it for like I I don't know if it's UFC one, but from the from the minute like um, it really took off, Joe Rogan was one of the commentators. Joe Rogan's like a black belt in kickboxing. Is he? Yeah, I know he trains. Yeah, that's that's but... where his, that's where his background is. Yeah, because he had a whole no, thing where comic. like um, he's a comedian yeah, he now, but until the age of like eighteen, nineteen, he was like a competition kickboxer. I did competitive. Know. Sorry, I didn't know that. Yeah. So um, he did a whole thing about, like, uh, any YouTubers that give him shit, you would offer to come and let them grapple with him, and he just, like, beat up YouTubers for a while. <laughs> like, like Joe Rogan like, is not to be fucked with, basically. Like, he, I adore he's, Joe Rogan. He's a badass. As a comic, I think he's brilliant. And a podcaster, he's superb. Absolutely The superb. difference in his specials compared to the first one I watched, which is years back, which obviously comedians get better over time. Yeah. But it is the... Oh, some of us do. He, he some went, of us don't. <laughs> Some of us just don't try very yeah. hard. So, so if we think of one joke about a therapy dog and think that'll last. <laughs> that'll so, cover me. So um, the first one was all right. It was uh, he had a, clearly a lot of fans. And he was known from from Fear Factor, and it was better than anything I would do. But his last one, his last one was one of the best ones of the, the past. Gummy 10 bears years. and the talk um, about the weed, which brings us back to Nate. Diaz actually quite well. Yeah, so so anyway, so Joe Rogan goes over to him. He's just beat Conor McGregor, who's won every belt undefeated, I think. 
at this point. Yeah, I think, yeah, he was undefeated. He choked out Conor McGregor. He took the fight on six days' notice, so he didn't have a training camp or anything like that. Right. What? Really? Yeah, he took that's that's the whole thing. So like how in shape is Nate Diaz gonna be because he wasn't even scheduled to fight. Someone pulled out and Nate Diaz stepped in, oh so they still word. had a pay per view. So that's why it's insane that he fucking beat him for energy levels, and that's why it's a big deal. But Joe Rogan comes up and goes, Nate, you just shocked the world. What have you got to say? He went, I'm not surprised, motherfucker. And it's just <laughs> the coolest. Yeah, Joe Rogan bursts out laughing. Yeah. What what tickles me, right? Because boxers do this. At the end of the bout, um, someone's won, someone's lost. They've just battered the crap out of one another, and then they go over to one another and they hug. It's like having a messy divorce and then having another shag right at the end once you get your decree well, nicely. I noticed this, I think it was Lennox Lewis versus um maybe it's Tyson one the two. Because in the build up Tyson was saying how he's gonna eat his kids. Then Tyson was over the hill. Lennox beat him with a jab over nine rounds because he just had four times longer arms. Yeah, yeah. And beat him down with a jab. And then afterwards, he turned around and says, yeah, we used to spar together. We're actually quite good friends. So it's the fight game is one of the things that sells tickets. And uh, again, I'm not going to go too nerdy on UFC because there's some people who don't play that shit. And of course, the problem for Conor McGregor later on in his career. But um, there is that. There's the respect of you two in the athletes. But also, McGregor's still the cash cow. Like, if I'm Nate Diaz, going and showing respect to Conor McGregor gives you a chance of a rematch, and it, it, those want. are the people, yeah. you get the big money fights of that guy, yeah. because that's whoever he wants to see. Um, so yeah, Nate Diaz, cool as fuck. Okay. Just an absolute and, and badass. A, and, a sno- and a stoner, okay. So, basically, the the film is, like I said, it's, a, it's an advert for veganism, and the reason why we've got such a big meat industry is back in 1803, a German chemist named Justin von Liebig hypothesized, he just hypothesized, that energy came from meat. That's how much we trusted Germans in 1803. They didn't even have to prove anything. Germany was the pinnacle of the world in terms of the science, etc. That was like the place. That was the heart of Europe going, yeah, we, we think this. And everyone went, really? Well, it must be true. A German said it. And that inspired the USA to set their their standards of what people should eat, which in turn, that set their farming standards about, you know, how much meat they should farm. And therefore, that's the whole industry over the last 200 years. That's how it came about. But turns out it was all bollocks. And they also show, wait, if there was a, do you see a disclaimer at the start of the documentary as well? I thought that was an interesting thing just to point out. Go on. Um, One second, I've got it written down. Sorry. Because it's kind of like the beginning of South Park. Right, the, okay. I did not the miss statements, that. Uh, the statements expressed in this film are not intended to be a substitute for medical advice. Ah, that's an American don't sue me bollocks, isn't it? Because of the meat industry, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I imagine that's entirely... Oh, shit, sorry. My fancy... Fell over oh my god, the great state is collapsing here. I'm watching it. The carpet inside is leaning into the lino side. There's one thing I've got promised for you after this week. It'll be a while before we feel carpet between my toes. Um, here's my... I, I have, do have genuinely a few few issues with this and not just the way my... Uh, what What is my niece's fella to me? What is he like a a step nephew? No, is he a 
Does he become my nephew? If what is he? Nephew-in-law? Is he a nephew? nephew in- is that a thing? It's because it's an in-law if they're married into it, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, him, right? So he did give me a, I wouldn't say a balanced view, but he's a smart bloke. And I, I, I love him, right? So, um, yeah, I kind of buy into what you say. He's very, very intelligent. Uh, but my problem with the athletes who are vegans and are winners, and they go, yeah, the reason that I'm a winner is because I'm a vegan. It's like, really? Because I think you're all on drugs. I think you're all on performance enhancing drugs. And a lot of them are probably not. But every documentary we've watched about it, they're all taking fucking dope, right? It's all about the dopers. Every time you well, switch I think on, the, I the think dopers one of the get more news us... than anything else. Yeah. Like, is one it... of the things I think gives it a good credo is there was no Russians in this documentary. <laughs> well, there was a geezer who, was... What, who looked Russian. So there was that heavy weightlifter with the greatest sideburns of any human being who's ever, li- who's ever lived. He, oh, his name was Patrick Booberman, the Wolverine. <laughs> he was a fucking Bobumian. monster. Yeah. That guy, the like... world's strongest man, is a but... vegan. Take that, they... meat eaters. Yeah, and they they go through a lot of good shit with it because they also they go into like you know the the meat was basically advertised. The it stepped into the place where um, cigarettes got kicked out of, and used all the same tactics, the same yes. spin companies, and all that stuff. And is all is all kind of um, the lobbyists yeah. of like the big, big, big fucking cheese and egg and stuff. And when when the American government announced what the you know the pyramid is for a healthy meal, all those lobbyists are fucking shoving what their thing is and has to is. be in a certain place, otherwise they remove their donations and that kind of shit. Like, yeah, it's it's a terrible society, right? To structure stuff on, we're, we're going to believe the people who shout the loudest. That's rather then, than facts. Then, you hear people like Carl Lewis or Morgan Mitchell, the 400-meter champ, undefeated. Yeah. Uh, Dotsy, the cyclist. What's your... What's B-A-U-S-C-H. Bowsha. She got first name. Dotsy. Dotsy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Dotsy Batza, right, the cyclist. in the She was in the London 2012 Team USA cycling team. She was a 39-year-old cyclist who helped her and her team win. And she said she only would have done that after switching to veganism. And not vegetarianism, yeah. veganism. They're really she, cool, really strict on that. She went from being able to do 300-pound leg inclines to 500-pound on the leg press, reps of yeah. 60. That is an insane rate of fucking improvement. That's oh, just... God, yeah. Um, and w- what made... the so right, hang on. So your lass is a vegan. Mm-hmm. So mine ain't. You've now seen this. I've seen this four times. Every time I watch it, I'm like, ah, oh, shit. I should be a vegan. Um, yeah, yeah, yes. Uh, and what makes sense to me in this, and it's so simple. They said all the goodness we get from meat is because the animals eat plants. Yeah. So you just yeah. cut out the middleman and. The minute they say that, I'm like, well, that seems to make complete sense. I thought that was fascinating. Yeah. yeah. Like, I got what. Like, you can't argue with that, one, right? I couldn't argue with like, any of this. I've got one mate's dad who's a vegetarian and he looks younger than me now. Like, he's. <laughs> wow. Like, I mean, he was a rugby player, like, to a pretty high level and kept up with sports and that. But the difference in, in, in that dude compared to all the other dads who are like, I want a steak. 
Yeah. I don't want to eat that on the side. It's, it's just a different fucking level. Absolute different level. I'll I tell you the level I am at with meat. So I went lucky enough to go to the theatre on Friday night. Oh, sorry. So I was thinking, right, with, the, you know, the whole cutting out the middleman. Yeah. Due to, you know, them eating plants. I was thinking, if I ate a vegan. <laughs> that is a win-win. Yeah. Um, If you put that on YouTube as well, you'd get cancelled. Uh, you need something to get cancelled, Matt. That's the problem. <laughs> uh, you get cancelled so you can get big. Um here's where I currently am with meat. Bear in mind, I've seen this documentary four times. On Friday, I was lucky enough to go to the theatre. Before I left, I had steak and an egg. I then got to the restaurant, and for my starter, I was going to order steak tartar, which is raw steak with a raw egg. And then for my main course, I was going to have the bigger version of the starter. I was going to have steak tartar again. That's how much I like steak because raw meat. What's not to like about raw meat? Yeah, all that money to go to the theatre, you got to spend it in the stalls, shitting <laughs> for at least forty-five minutes. And if I hadn't already had steak and egg, I would have had steak tartar for the main and the starter. Yeah, I had some avocado posh thing instead. But damn, it's good to go out after eight months being locked up. That's the best meal I've ever had. Um. Here's the thing: the the takeouts up here aren't any good. We're 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 going to save so much money because the takeouts are just, we'll, we'll give up. Oh, okay. They're just just fucking rubbish compared to London. <laughs> I went to Grand Prix in Soho in the West End of London, and it was. I still wouldn't want to have to go to Soho to be fair. I, even if I lived in London, they can bring it to me on a moped. I'm not going <laughs> there. Um, there was a lovely quote from the uh, NFL. The injury statistic in the NFL is. 100%. Oh, yeah, NFL. Jesus, it's brutal, isn't it? Um, And then James Wilkes. So after six weeks on a plant-based diet, uh, he's better. And they said to him, it's going to take six months. After six weeks on a plant-based diet, he's improved. He goes to the gym. He does the battle ropes. I'm calling bullshit on that. I know I'm not supposed to call out a UFC fighter and say bullshit, but... He didn't do battle ropes for 61 minutes. Listen, I... Come on, he didn't. This is the thing I've got about battle ropes. This is so nerdy, right? So one of the things, I've got got my basketball game where you're one character, okay? If you want to have higher physical stats, you get to do it once a week. You go into the gym on the game and you got to do a, a loop of the workouts. What? So like In a video I, you, game, you still have to go yeah. to the gym for your player. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Oh, this is yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, in order to get a boost. So you do all the workout. There's a weightlifting one. There's a agility one. There's a sprints one. There's one that I can never get the full marks on, no matter how much I play it, which is the battle ropes. Because you got <laughs> and you got to go and you have to go up, down, up, down, up, down in unison, and you got to keep that up for a minute and do over 120 reps. My thumbs give out at 60 every time, and I'm like, I get to do this once a week, and I never pass the fucking full three stars on it. And I'm like, oh, he's doing the battle ropes. My thumbs were feeling it. I, I couldn't help but respect them after the fucking battle ropes. I can just feel my arthritis kicking in of what I've done to my hands over the years. Well, my, my battle ropes record in real life, not in a video game, you tart, is 90 seconds. 
I bet. It looks right. brutal. It's it, really he hard. Did 90, he did 60 minutes. 61 minutes. And he only stopped because he was like, how long's that been? Oh, shit. Yeah, you have to, if you do 10 minutes, your name gets written on the wall. Yeah. His name now is the wall. Yeah. And because he's from Leicester as well, right? So he's he's just a soft, his voice is adorable. It's just got the right, it's got the right level of bass, but he's got a Leicester accent. So he's from the, you know, it just, it sounds quite cuddly and warm. And he just, he sounds like a really nice guy. And then suddenly you see him back with the Marines and he's like, ha, boom. And this, I know. this seven the, the, foot the, blokes the, on the floor going, can't breathe, I can't breathe. <laughs> like, yeah, the, um, when you see the, because his close quarter combat kind of demonstrations that are just so ferocious. And he, he looks an unassuming guy, he looks in good shape. But it's not someone you instantly look at and go, that guy could tear you apart like a yeah. silverback. Do you know what I mean? So, like, whenever he goes to shake someone's hand when he meets them, you just think, oh. Because <laughs> 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 they say in there, right, if you just get rid of all the animal products, you'll be healthier. So I don't feel any better. I got rid of all my leather jackets. Bloody minimalists. Um the number one killer of fa- the facts and stats you're hit with in this is very much that seaspiracy thing, right? That was rather seaspiracy, I think, copied the format of this documentary. Uh, the number one killer for firefighters, heart attacks. So they go into a fire station in the state of New York, don't they? And they, they test everyone's levels. They put on a vegetarian, a vegan diet for one week and then they start checking out their blood pressure. Like they're getting back to exactly where they should be after a week. It's incredible. Do you see the first name of that guy who went and did that speech? Who, by the way, he just looks the healthiest man you've ever seen. The guy who goes and talks to the fire brigade. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Just, he's called Rip. Now, <laughs> I, that is, you do That's, not get to American, be out of shape yeah. if you're called Rip. All right. I'm like, you just, you, your parents made a choice for you. Now, fucking eat your carrots. Like, that is just how it goes. You have to be fucking jacked if you're called Rip. That was um, the head of Men in Black was in real life. He was called Rip, wasn't he? Rip Torn. He was an actor. Right. What a, yeah. what a great name, Rip. Um, we also meet a fella called Luscious or Lucius. I wrote down Luscious. That's my error. Sorry, spelling. Lucius. Yeah, it's Lucius. I beg your pardon. So he's the trainer of James Wilkes. He's got the body that I want, right? But he's a 60-year-old fella. He's been a vegan for over 10 years and he is a badass. He goes, 20-year-old fellas come into the gym and they can't keep up with him. And he trains James Wilkes. And he is, yeah, yeah, he's brutal, man. He's a former NFL linebacker living in Leicester, which I thought that's a weird... <laughs> that That is a weird switch for him. Mate, you, you, you make the couple of wrong stocks and share options, you are straight back down. It's snakes and ladders. That's all it is. You're straight back down at the bottom. But the most impression, like the, the he goes, uh, he known Lucius for years, and he says, "Oh yeah, I've been on a plant based diet for ten years, and never mentioned it." Which that is impressive. That's yeah, that's more impressive than his body, which is pretty yeah. impressive. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also that just means he's never been invited out for food. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> that's just so sad that no one's invited Lucius out. I'll get you to train me, but I'm not going to eat with you. Um, we then meet uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Then we see Arnie. Again, you, you meet one guy. Old. 69, the geezer is. 
I love his room. Do you see that that crocodile in the room? It could be a real crocodile for all <laughs> I know. This is good shit. <laughs> Who has a real life? It's a life size crocodile. Who has that in their room? As you but go you down the corridor, they've the... they got all these film posters up. They've got the Terminator there. Well, when they stormed the Capitol building in America, like in recent history, whenever you listen to this, you'll know what I'm on about. But when they stormed the Capitol building around the time of the election, Arnie posted a video and he's in that room, but he's talking to America while he's sharpening his fucking Conan sword. He's going, these people are not Americans. These people are fucking... Sc- and he's just, he's just sharpening the fact that you can do that in modern day. He's got his Conan sword. <laughs> For it is just like I the the world is a fascinating place right now. These people can do whatever the fuck they like. Jesus. Um And best cholesterol he's ever had at the age of sixty nine. They go through yeah. like his pump and iron time and um the meat and how people perceive meat. But that's the great thing. Like when you got someone like Arnie, that's the people who are like, Oh, ve- veggies, like you know, yeah. you're gonna be weak or whatever. Yeah, how can you argue yeah. with the fucking terminator about bodybuilding? Because yes. you can't. And he said, right, he bought into that meat is what you need. Meat is what makes a man. He bought into it. And he said, listen, it's just advertising. That is not reality. And just just the stuff you told me on about Arnie, I think it was on the Patreon McMillions episode um, about what a bad guy he is. Uh, whereas on this, he comes across so well. Oh, I don't want to believe the stuff about him either. No. It's true because I read it in a Bill Burr book, um, but yeah, he... there, there was there was a lot of cheating going on, and if you ever see a promotional come to Brazil, yeah, commercially did, so it's one of the most upsetting things you've ever seen. If you like Guardi, it's, it's it's more details on that <laughs> on our Patreon. Sign up, well worth it. Did I, did I talk about that on there? Because yeah. that's one of the things I'll, I'll tell you. Worked in Chester Street in the cafe, and I'll tell you about that Brazilian <laughs> video. But I've just watched six Terminators, and I God, I'd love just to believe the myth. Um. The thing is, right, if they say within three weeks of switching to a plant-based diet, you'll be significantly healthier and you'll lose all those Facebook friends because you won't shut up about it. I, th- I think that's I think that's why I want to do it, just to just to be a contrary. Matt, you saying that you've got a new diet thing is not even going to register on someone's fucking radar. Isn't it? People are going to be like, what? Oh, I thought you already were a vegan. Sorry, Matt. Right. <laughs> you seem like that sort of wanker already. Yeah, I thought you'd given up on that. And then they also showed about, like, you know, breakdown because they show how, like, keto is, like, bad for bodybuilding. Yeah. Like, ketogenic diets compared to the carbohydrates. Yeah. And they go into that, but every time they go into a science bit, then they go... And then here's, and then they'll show you like, we've 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 spoke over a lot of people that's in this. One of them's the fucking the ultra runner who does like the super amazing marathon. Absolutely, I loved him. Right, because uh, Scott it's Gordon like Jurek. Scott Gordon Jurek. Got his so name. They, fucking hell. Yeah, I know you did. Yeah, so they they set him off. He goes, you're going to do the Appalachian Trail, and you go and meet all these other people. And he goes, Scott's still running, by the way. He's like, <laughs> it's almost just like a transition yeah. scene to see him still going, just like. A Duracell body for fucking. <laughs> so it's but... he's going for the world record on that, right? So the Appalachian Trail is a seven-month trek, and he's going to do it in forty-six days. It's yeah, incredible. it's two marathons a day. Yeah, it's absolutely incredible. So I'm, but it's on. That's but then on once my he list gets there, to do. he has to turn around and go the other way. 
of a joke there I'm not getting. It's just implying that the Barclay Marathon didn't have steam. (laughs) And there wasn't a pun there. I'm just that good. Anyway, so... Uh, Then we meet the penis doctor. The penis doctor has got the greatest name of any penis doctor I've ever met. Because the penis doctor's name is Dr. Spitz. (laughs) I was like, really? That's (laughs) your name? That can't be your real name. It is. I checked it out. I had a feeling that these doctors just had fucking shares in a burrito company. Because that's how they always do it. If the guys like the meat, they give them the burrito so they don't know they're eating vegetables, basically. It's a very smart way to do it. So they, they, they've done two tests of burritos where basically like, the difference in how cloudy your blood is after meat and how after um, a veggie one. And then they talk about basically how erect your cock gets during the night. Yeah. Which I'm amazed those guys could fall asleep during. Because if, so, if you're getting your fucking, you know, your dick measured during the night and you're being filmed while it's happening, I just can't see myself relaxed <laughs> enough to fall asleep. <laughs> That's a two valley of night. Because the last thing you want is footage of you wide awake getting an erection, looking at the camera and being like, (laughs) (laughs) it's on camera. It's, you know, although camera adds 10 pounds. So I think I'd be all right with that. Um, But they also, like, so like in terms of the, um, there is a 477% difference in the amount of erections they get and about a 13% change in, in, in hardness of, Listen, I've I've been with my missus for coming up to fifteen years. I, I don't think she wants that from me anymore. I don't. Yeah, I'm like I can get four hundred and seventy-seven percent more erection. She's like, I'm done. Fifteen years, but, and you're over fifty. Leave it out. The amount you're farting really cuts into that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that's. Listen, the reason they did that erection thing. How are you going to sell going vegan to young men? It's yeah. easy, right? Yeah. Oh, you'll lose weight, you'll win trophies, and you'll get much better Sexual erections. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? I'm going to be better in bed. Yep, you're going to be much better in bed. Okay, then I'm in. That's Like I said, it was an advert for veganism, the whole thing. It was very cleverly done. All from a bloke from Leicester. And they just won the FA Cup. Is there anything that that county can't do? Also, Leicester, as we know, Rick, best city in Britain. Because uh, I won a comedy competition there. I thought that was yeah. it. That, that's the one. Matt had a good gig there. I had a yeah. good gig in Leicester. They, they know what they're on about. We love you, Leicester. We did 90 towns last year together, Matt. It's upsetting that you pick out Leicester. Yeah, well, that's where I, I won the won... competition. I've never won a competition before in comedy. Oh, it was a long time ago. Spiky Mike. Oh, all right. Never done it before. I was over the moon. Um, I think two of those people who were in that show are on Mock the Week now. So uh, well done, me. Uh, So James Wilkes gets very angry that not many people seem to know about the dangers of meat. And he said it is like the tobacco industry. And he says, listen, pretty soon they're going to have warnings on meat. And if you think about the other documentaries we've watched, like The Social Dilemma, etc., it's going to be exactly the same with mobile phones. We're not that far behind having a warning on, on those as well. So your phob- mobile phone is just aren't as dangerous. Going to allow it. This is like there's a whole thing because I've watched a whole bunch of the dietary documentaries. It's kind of like um, if you go like 
if you look on cereal for the nutrition, they've just worked out a way to make the letters look healthy, even though the letters are telling <laughs> you kid. Like, like it's like if it, 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 like you have to know like what kid, like calorie thing is, and it is almost because they just have like a green tick, a bit like sea spiracy that is like ethically sourced. There is just yeah, fair there's point. There's no way to tell. I mean, I remember, right? I used to have a cereal as a kid called Kellogg's Start, right? And on yes. the picture, it was Super like the healthy. cyclist on the front. Yeah. Oh, they were they were like fucking crack. I used to I used to sprint <laughs> to school like the fucking <laughs> ultimate warrior after having that. And you can't get Kellogg's Start anymore. And it's not because it wasn't selling, all right? It's because they went, listen, you're taking the piss now. <laughs> You've created ADHD. <laughs> I used to go to school. Um, and I used to feel really anxious. And I thought it was because I didn't like school. It was only later in life I worked out. It was because I was having a bowl of Frosties in the morning. And I don't process sugar very well. Frosties make me really anxious because there's that much sugar in them. I hadn't had Lucky Charms in years. That's like with the marshmallows and they were fucking delicious. And then I went to America with my girlfriend. I was left in the hotel room like Home Alone 2. <laughs> so I'm watching college basketball, hoping no one's going to ask me to tip them. And I went to the vendor and I got a pack. I got like a tub of, look, you could get like it's a tub of Lucky Charms in it. And I, I, mate, I was doing like backflips on the bed like I'm fucking Tom Cruise. Risky <laughs> I'll bet you were. I was just Lucky like, Charms this, in, yeah. Like rubbing the bottom of the fucking bottle in. I mean, gums like as coke. Just like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> this is amazing. I'm feeling anxious now just thinking about Kellogg's Frosties. Um, so we also meet Naomi Delgado, who was a natural, natural pro bodybuilder. He's never eaten meat, right? Um, He's insane shape, that guy. Yeah. And there's a lot we've skimmed over as well. This yeah. is a good documentary. This is... It, what's it? It gets so much point. I think it is. Do you know what's... I was a fan until you said you liked it. And then the contrarian in me went, well, yeah. that's never... What do you mean you like it? This is what... I'm more shocked about this than the meat industry is bad. I think they... I was waiting for you to watched, go full sarky. No, because from what we've watched, they've put it together like... So it's it's difficult to argue. Who got you know to you, I mean? Rick? Like, Who got to you, Rick? Tell hey, me. Listen, I've seen Arnie come back from the past to save us plenty of fucking times. <laughs> as I said, right, I've probably got a little bit of that in us, and just you know, I, I like I say, I've got experience with my life. One of my best mates, bodybuilder, vegan. He's not getting any fucking smaller. Like our last, no fucking. He carried me and better. that mattress up the bloody stairs. He's incredible. Oh uh, uh, yeah, that's. Well, fa- yeah, see that. fair play. Um, I just but there's like stuff we have got like the NFL team that never made the playoffs, and it's like I think is yeah. it his wife or is it his, his, his hired chef? Is that his wife, Derek Lewis's I, wife? I couldn't work out the relationship between those two. I think she was his missus. Yeah. Um, and then she just so switched she all feeding... his. Yeah, she just switched the food for him, didn't she? And then thirteen of the players started to go on as well, and they all have the best stats for this amount. And of they the, made the playoffs. And... Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's some horrible stats, so let's let's just go through those. For livestock, eighty-three percent of land we use for livestock, but that only gives us eighteen percent of our cal- calories globally. Um, one hamburger uses two and a half thousand bottles of water. Twenty percent of clean water on the planet is used for animal farming. Um, global livestock for food is responsible 
for 15% of bad emissions, which is the same as planes, trains and automobiles. So if we if we switch the planet to vegan, um, we would help sort out the uh, the global warming issues. That's fucking scary. That means we can carry on flying to places as long as we eat a vegan toffee burger. Tofu, yeah, yeah. Okay vegan then. toffee sounds amazing. <laughs> There's not, uh, what kind of meat toffees have you been having, Matt? No wonder you're fucked. But um, yeah, so little things like you know, it's one million liters of water per person per year. Yeah, which is what you're saying. Yeah, and that's just for America, right? Because America eat three times more meat than anyone else on the planet. Yeah, it's a rich country. That's why. Yeah. And it's forced down their throat, right? They're being advertised. You have to eat meat. Are you a man? Are you a man? I know. You're not if you haven't got this hamburger. If, If those opinions... Of. And again, I do put it on the fact that people just like to be part of a character. Like Homer Simpson's as much to fucking blame for yes. fucking eating pork chops and steaks and yeah. shit. You know what I mean? It's just encoded in your mind that you're supposed to like this. But if it's a guy going, you look like more of a man with a hamburger. If it's that that has now fucking created these discussions when people turn their nose up at healthier fucking food because of a like a Burger King advert in 1984, it's just ridiculous of the, you know subconscious programming but i will speak to my sister about her food choices and she's like no this is really good for you i'm like no it it's not she's like it is i saw an advert on the telly oh okay um and listen that's not her fault right because i don't know how it works in the states but in britain you're not allowed to advertise if it's not true but it's like you said well they just changed the font to make it look better oh okay Oh, so Arsenic's okay now? Cause, yeah, cause they're using they, a they, Times they, New Roman font. It's all right. Windings will sell it. Cigarettes are the way they did it, so the cigarettes don't cause cancer. They prove cigarettes cause cancer. Our doctors smoke camels. <laughs> so they, they just take a step to the left. They, yeah. they release a bunch of fucking studies there. They, you know, they... They put a bunch of cigarettes in a room with a fucking unlit chimpanzee and the chimpanzee was fine, so cigarettes are fine for you. <laughs> so And they just do the exact same thing over and over again. It's just like the kind of lobbyist and, and the false information of it. But they, I, I think the reason it's... They just get it on all four... I do, they don't miss anyone out on yeah. why they should. Yeah. So they have the ultra-athletes. You want to be your best, your endurance. That's what these guys did. Yeah. That's the difference it made. You think you're going to be weak? Here's the world's strongest man. Yeah. You think you look stupid? Here's Arnold Schwarzenegger. All right. Okay. So you're not a fucking insane athlete. You're a regular, just fucking guy who's ate meat all of his life, like these firemen, and it shows that their blood pressure yeah. has went down a hundred points. Well, what about his dad? Young... His dad had a heart attack. He the got dad his dad onto attack, a vegan yeah. diet. Um, his dad completely improved. Right. I I could just imagine him getting that fucking necktie on his dad just to get a burger out of his mouth. Just <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Okay, I'll try son. the corn, son. I'll try the corn. <laughs> and then you can just knee corn pieces into his mouth like that. Well, and they, they keep selling, because it is an advert for veganism, they keep selling the man aspect. So they had a, was he an ex-Navy SEAL or an ex-SAS guy? And he's now training... Um, the conservationists. The conservationists to protect the elephants and stuff. And he said, 
listen, if I'm if I'm going to go out in the bush all day hunting people who are hunting elephants and stuff, the best thing I can do is not eat meat from another animal. That's the safest thing yeah. I can do. And he said a gorilla will fuck you up in two minutes and they eat plants all day long. Yeah. And that's an, that's an interesting thing because they steered away from, and I think this might be why it's had so much of an impact because usually the uh, like see the the vegetarianism comes from a cruelty to animals yes perspective and he didn't they do that not and only in this point did did someone say listen if I'm spending my life risking my yes. life training people to risk their lives to save elephants to save rhinos and then just to go and put another fucking animal in the oven. I didn't feel right about that, but that was the only time yeah. that was, you know, mentioned. There was no kind of, and it wasn't shoved no down your throat it, either. Which, again, I think is a misconception from, you know, the same way we're programmed to like meat that we assume it's being shoved down yeah. our throats. I've not had a vegan come and admonish me for eating a burger, and I fucking no. live with one. Like, yeah, it's just never happened to me. Um, so again, I think it's a lot. Of, My god, that was, uh, she's been vegetarian her entire existence. Right. Yeah, uh, she looks great. She's twenty five. She looks fabulous. Seriously, she looks about sixteen, seventeen years old. If a day, she gets yeah. ID'd everywhere she goes. She doesn't eat meat. Right. So yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. The thing is, I was brought up in the seventies, man. I, I need to seriously, as was James Wilkes, admittedly. I need to, I need to have a word with myself. And I, I keep, I watch this documentary and I'm like, I'm going to change. I'm going to change. Ah, shit. I've got a ton of meat in the fridge. Okay, I'll change after that. But I need my household to change because I need to get my missus on board. And my, it's, kinda, it's difficult to, difficult to stop smoking if you're living with a smoker. Yes. That's, yeah, that, yeah. that's what got me to stop as our last couldn't stop while I was living. Right. So, um. Yeah, I sell it up the vape pen into my mouth for sure. <laughs> I, 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 all our listeners now know what that hear. is. Yeah. <laughs> The, the thing is, my missus refuses to watch this documentary. She's like, I'm not watching that. I'm like, why not? She went, because you'll just start quoting stuff from it. Like, you know, I told you, we're not designed to eat meat. It's not about our teeth. You know, gorillas got big teeth. They don't eat meat. That was an interesting thing that human teeth weren't designed for meat. Yeah. That was an interesting little thing. We, we d- we're designed to see more colors so that we can spot fruit and enjoy 4K TVs. That was a fascinating fact. I wish I wish I realised at a younger age they're also not designed to eat polos by the packet as well. But, <laughs> but again, you live and learn. I'm trying to turn this ship around here. <laughs> Have you seen the packaging design for Cabra's Whisper? I can't resist them. There is they've got it as a certain sort of blue purple. I can't I resist. I understand what you mean. I can't resist I that. I understand what you mean. I'm in. I'm just not that much of a fan of the whispers. That's why I should put it. Oh, that's a, just. I, they are my crack cocaine. I'll tell you my... what is, Mike, and it's, what, it's what's in the house now. Our last went to Ikea at the weekend, and we've got the mini dime bar pieces, and I've went through a bag of them already. I'd marry her if I were you. That's, mini dime that's... bar pieces. No, I'm busy, I'm busy being told off. She, she, she'd get one of the the packets in the divorce. I don't need that. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm terrible for that. There's just something about them. But on saying that, from watching this, there is a part of me more so amped up than Seaspiracy where I do want to give Veggie a try. But I want that clean kitchen where they just make you a burrito and your life doesn't yeah. have to change too much. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah. I remember, oh, here's a thing. So uh, a few years back, we tried a diet. I think it was like a, a low-carb 
thing. I remember I was eating salmon with sweet potato a lot, but we stuck to it. Nice. And I remember I'd went for gigs and I didn't break. I was at Wimbledon Station and it was a poster for KFC and I had to ring our last because I was getting emotional. If I didn't call her, I would have just went for a KFC. <laughs> so I, I was on that and I think she went to vegan from this point onwards around then. Um, but that weekend, so we did two, three weeks and that weekend my mate came and we went to the movies to see a film called Babadook, which was not a good movie. But we went to five guys beforehand. So I'd been eating healthy for like three weeks, which is the longest period of time I'd ever been yeah, yeah. healthy for. Drinking water, I started when I was 29. So I am like, I am just a fucking wreck <laughs> on the inside. Like I am like, I've looked into the art of the fucking coven or whatever it is from Indiana Jones. So I go and I have a five guys burger for the first time, like an unhealthy meal for the first time in three weeks. We then leave five guys, and that's in the complex that has the cinema. I'm almost in tears with depression by the top of the fucking escalator. <laughs> my body and my mood just crashed. It wow. was like, because it, it, like, you just hadn't had that, just whatever it is, that those fucking chemicals, the fats, crap. the sugars. It, it's pure crap. Yeah. It, I, I just, I couldn't believe the difference in me. I was almost like, yeah, yeah just fucking depressed by the time, like, eight steps away. Like Kill Bill 2, the five-point exploding harm, yeah. harm thing. <laughs> I hit me five guys and took fucking five steps out of there. Do, 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 do. Oh, he taught you. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I, listen, I, it I, it does make me want to live a better lifestyle. I'm going to do that. Uh, just to wrap this up, the weightlifter bloke, um, he lifted this. the world record, right? Um, All right. Wait a second there, Matt. Because there was something about this I loved the visionary of. So we've seen the Appalachian guy run off on the trail. He beat the All world right, record run. by three hours. He, he did it in he, 46 days. Um, yep. So he's run Scott for 46 Jurek. days. But those are done parallel in the movie, in, in, in Game Changers, of yeah, yeah, those throughout. two achievements. So you see this guy who's run for 46 days, and then you see the Wolverine, Patrick Bowman, who's, who's a fucking great yeah. interview as well. Baboomian. Patrick Baboomian. He picks up some and goes, and works six steps. But he carried more than yeah. any other human being he has did. ever he carried. He did. But for some reason, in my mind, I would much rather learn to carry something for step steps than to run for 46 days. No, I'm with Scott Jurecki. There was something far more appealing to me to do that. I just like, okay, he's there. And uh, Jurecki's like a fucking whippet of a man who's just like, you know, his his feet are on fire. And then boom, and just look like an X-Men character. (laughs) But what surprised me about Patrick Baboomian was... He was quite overweight by the looks of it. That's bodybuilders. They just look, they're built like that. Like, oh, really? Because you know. it just looked like he had Have a huge ever... beer belly. It does. They do. It's because I, I, I can't explain it. But basically, if you ever watched the Eddie Strongman ones, you know, yes, yeah, Eddie, yeah, yeah. you see him and the guy's a monster and he's a good character for bodybuilding. There hasn't been too many characters. Thor, who's in Game of Thrones, is a big one as well. He's fucking, they're going to have a boxing match at some point. But when you watch the documentary about him and he's talking about being an athlete, but you see him in Sainsbury's just picking up like gallons of Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> and going, 
people don't understand the sacrifices <laughs> and he's like he's like picking up a box of Twixes and just dumping them in there like and it is and you need to put that weight on to be able to lift more I understand that but there is something like just a different level of like people don't understand what it's like to be an athlete like this it's like Hagen Dawson in a joke um the final quote was from Patrick Baboumian. Uh, it's not about being the biggest and the best. It's about what are you going to do with the strength you have, which I quite like. Um, yeah, I was. This documentary just makes me rethink every single life choice I've ever made. So with, therefore, with it's Pat- very clever. I liked it. With Patrick Baboumian, I think he went, I want to have sideburns like this, but I never want to take an ounce of shit about it. <laughs> How what do, I, do I, do? I have to do? Yeah, what do I have to do? <laughs> World's strongest man. Okay, how do I do that? Just six steps. That's all you got to walk. I can do that. Um, well, give us your score then. What, what are you going to rate this at? I'm, I'm giving this a very strong 4.5. I think this wow. is mainly because of the difference I've seen it have on people. I've known so many people yeah. actually take this up and at least try it. And some have stuck to yeah. it. Some obviously haven't. But... I think as a put together documentary with a goal, this hits its goal as well as anything we've seen. It honestly does. Yeah. And I was put okay. And, and if you haven't seen it, I'd recommend watching it because yeah, we couldn't so. describe it as well as what this yeah. thing does. Um. And, yeah. Four point five. Okay. Me. I'm giving this a five just because it has. It's just made me rethink my entire life. Therefore, it's incredibly powerful. I'll right? tell you what. If I am vegan in two weeks' time, I'll come back and give it an extra point five. <laughs> So that's nine and a half with with a half point pending. Our last came in and she got the pen out and started making a meal plan on. Right, we can get him on it. We can get him on it. <laughs> we'll sign him up to it now. Well, it's funny. We're just about to do our supermarket shop and I've got about five days worth of meat left in the freezer. But I'm, I'm doing that stand-up stuff. It's next to like a great butcher's. That was the funniest thing, by the way, recently. Oh Jesus, Matt! Because I was I was on the Matt goes to a little hideaway so he can write for his uh, upcoming gigs, and he was on the phone, and I thought the place was on fire. <laughs> he literally goes so he goes, what? Oh, the butchers are closed. <laughs> Just it's like he dropped his phone like he saw a child being kidnapped and sprinted into this fucking butchers. I ran in and I went. What time are you closing? And he went, not till five. And I went, it's half three. Just in case. I'll get some right, give it I'll have some of this, some of this. Um not that's not good. Okay, so yeah, I'll I'll start with meat free Mondays. I think that's a great way to start. I mean not today because I've had bacon, but like next Monday. I think it's a good way to start. And it's about fact you gotta find the kind of foods you like with it. It's 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 difficult because, like, you know, it's got to be like quitting smoking. It's all or nothing. Do you know what I mean? Yes. But it's, yeah, yeah. it's such a long turnaround, just increments, I reckon, will do it. Which, you know, you, you, you preach all this shit to me all the time. So Yeah, I'm, I'm... yeah small steps, right? Baby steps. Um, Well, thank you very much. Rick, what is on the docket? What's coming up, my man? Because you're, um, you're, you're picking a I, couple, I think. I'm... I, I do, do you know what? I've checked out on on the regular choices. I'm so excited to be starting making a murderer this week. I'm so fucking excited to jump yeah. back into that one. You better believe by episode eight, I'll be sat there with a burger going, I can't believe this. <laughs> but um, yeah, we're doing making yeah. a murder for the Patreon, and let's have a quick peek at what we have coming up because my mate 
Jimmy said, can you please tell us what's coming up on your podcast? He goes, because I quite like watching the documentary and then listening to you two idiots talk about it. All right, Jimmy, that's fair enough. That's... <laughs> and I was like, okay, but that, that's a fair enough comment. And I was like, well, okay, I cannot, I cannot argue with that. You um, should hear the unedited versions of this. We sound really fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> okay, coming up next, how about we do, why don't we do Alabama Snake? Okay, right, I'm up that, for that. That's going to take some finding. We're going to have to put some effort into that. Um, also, if any of our listeners know where to find Q Into the Storm or Into the, the QAnon documentary came out recently, I have no idea where that is. Oh, okay. Yeah, get in touch on our... And Murder email. in the Park. I can't find that anymore either. Oh, that's the one you maybe looked for the other week. That Yeah, it's disappeared. Yeah, yeah. 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 And we're also trying to find because... Uh, we're hoping to get a special guest from it. We're trying to get Killing is Easy, the Patrice O'Neill documentary, although that's got to go through a lot of production meetings because me and Rick have got huge issues <laughs> around heroes that are going to be in that one. Um, basically, I think that's an hour of me and Rick going, God, that was great. God, wasn't he brilliant? Well, he was amazing. Yeah, I might as well quit. Yeah, yeah. what's the point? <laughs> they wouldn't like him now. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, thank you very much for listening. Uh, yeah, look after yourself. I know it's tough out there. And eat tofu. See you later. And thank you for listening. Goodbye. Ta-da. <laughs>